Good morning, everybody. Today we are learning Shaftim Parak base. In today's Parak, the beginning of the Parak is going to start off that a Malach is going to come to Klaistro and give them Musar. It's going to tell them that they're not following the ways of Akadish Baruch, or they're abandoning Hashem, and Akadish Baruch is going to punish them. And then from Patsukiraf till the end, it's going to be an overview of the Kufa of the Shaftim, how Klaistro is going to be going acting against Hashem. Hashem is going to punish them, then Hashem is going to send them a Shaftit. They are going to listen to the Shaftit, follow in the ways of the Shaftit. Then the Shevet's going to die, and they're going to have this vicious cycle where, unfortunately, when the Shevet dies, they go back to their old ways, and Akash Baruch is going to punish them. So let's see Parak Beis. Pasuk Aleph. Vayah Malach Hashem in Agilgal, Abayichem, this Malach Hashem comes, Vayim Ra'al Aschem, Mitzrayim, Vayav Yaschem, Alarat Hashem, Ishbat, Vasech, Vamar, Loi, Afer, Brisi, Yitchem, Lailam. And this Malach is delivering a message from Akash Baruch, who's telling him a little bit of the history of Kalah Yisrael. Rashi explains, based on the Medjish, Seder Elam, that this Malach was Pinchas. Pasuk Beis, Vayatam, Vayat, 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 you should not make any treaties with the nations who are living in Eretz Israel. You should destroy them. You didn't listen in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's voice. You made you made treaties with the people in Eretz Israel. And I also said that since you are not following the ways of Hashem, you're not you didn't listen to Hashem. Hashem says, I'm not going to kick them out of Eretz And their gods are going to be a challenge for you. That You're going to have the challenge of serving their gods because since you left them amongst you, you did not get rid of them, you didn't destroy them. Therefore, they're going to be a challenge. You're going to be challenged by the, by the very way desire. After the Malach finished speaking his words, after Pinchas finished saying what he said, the nation raised their voice and they started crying. They called that place and they shouted as bechayz to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Interesting. The Chidovia points out and Sefer Chaim Sachani a very important nakuda that we're going to see that although Klai Sol was makabel the Musr, they accepted the Musr, and they even started crying. That's why they call that place Baychim. However, it seems like nothing changed. It seems like we're going to see that Klai Sol still continued in their negative ways. They still continued doing averus. Hashem's going to punish them. So explains the Chida what was the pshat? Why didn't Klai Sol change? And he says this was exactly nakuda because although they were inspired, although they heard something, they heard the Navi, they heard what Pinchas said. All they did was cry. They didn't do anything positive. They didn't take any action at the moment to change to make sure that they keep the inspiration. And that was the problem. All they did was cry. They didn't do anything to change themselves. That's why they continued, unfortunately, the negative cycle. Pasuk Vav. And he continues with the history lesson. Helped you conquer Eretz Yisrael, and each person took a portion, took their inheritance in Eretz Yisrael. Pasuk Zayim Yavdo Amitz Hashem Koyim Yeshua, and now Pinchas tells them that during the times of Yeshua, everybody followed the ways of Kadosh Baruch Hu. Koyim as a Kain of Asherichu Yom Achri Yeshua, the days of the Kain as well. Asherah was Kolmasi Hashem Agad Asher Asli Yisrael, because at that point they sold the Nisim that Kadosh Baruch Hu did with Klai Sol. Yom Yeshua Benun Eved Hashem Ben Mei Avas Roshanim, and Yeshua was Nifter at the age of 110. They buried the Bigvul Nachlas of Timnas Cheres by Ephraim. It's fine, Lahar Garsh, and they buried Yeshua. And then the next generation got up. They didn't have the same Nisim which was done to their forefathers, which was done to Yeshua, and that's why they faced the challenge. Now, from this Pasuk till the tell Pasuk Chaf, the Malbim, the Albag as well, says this is really an overview of the entire period of the Shaiftim. We're going to see this an overview of the of Sefer Shaiftim. So let's see Pasuk Gedalf by Yasmin Yisrael. It's a rub any Hashem Ayavdu es Abba Olam. So Klaisel is going to do evil in the eyes of Akadish Baruch. They're going to serve Baal, which is a specific of Eidazar, but in general, the Lashon of Baal is a reference to all of Eidazar, all of Eidazar. Pastor Gideon says, Hashem, they're going to ban Hashem like Yavisal, Maitiyas, Merit, Tzram, Yilchachre, Leimachirim, Leo Am Meshes, Vaisayam, Mishdach, Bolam, Atzus Hashem. 
Kaisal is going to stray from Akadish Baruch, and they're going to serve idols, they're going to serve Avay and they're going to make Akadish Baruch upset. It's interesting, the Rambam Marnavuchim in Chelak Aleph, Paraklam Nevav, says that the only time we find that Baruch, the Lushan of Akadish Baruch getting angry is in reference to and Klaisal serves Avay Dazar, and the Rambam explains because that's in a way a rebellion against Hashem, it's a rebellion against going against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So also the Rambam in Maranavuch Mechelik Gimel in Perich Ches explains that although we talk about that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets angry, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is happy, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is kind, etc. It doesn't mean that anything in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's essence changes. It doesn't mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu experiences human emotions. Rather, it just means that klape us in regards to our relationship with Hashem, we view it as if Hashem got mad in order so that we can act in the appropriate fashion in order so that we can correct our ways. It doesn't mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually gets angry. What it means is, is that klape us, we have to view it as if Hashem is getting angry so that we will improve our actions. Pasuk Gimel, again, it's definitely a big discussion in the in the different schools of Rishayim, exactly when we talk about Hashem's emotions, doesn't mean that anything in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's essence changes, that we just spoke out the opinion of the Rambam. Pasuk Yid Gimel, Ve'azul Etz Hashem, Ve'yavdu Laba'a, Ulashtari, Sklaisel is going to leave HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they're going to serve Ve'yizar, Ve'yichar Av Hashem Yisrael, Ve'yitin Ve'yad Shesim, Ve'yishesim, Hashem is going to give Klaisel over in the hands of people who are going to plunder them. Klaisel is going to be defeated by their enemies. Pasuk Tesal, Ve'yazul Etz Hashem, Ve'yazul Etz Hashem, Ve'yazul Etz Hashem, Ve'yazul Etz Hashem, Ve'yazul of the process of punishment. Number one, first HaKadosh Baruch Hu removes his specific Ashkacha Pratis that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has over Klai Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu in general is much more involved in the lives of each individual person HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the first step of the punishment is HaKadosh Baruch Hu removes that Ashkacha. And then the second step, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if a Klai Yisrael continues in their negative ways, continuing on theirs, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually punishes them, directly does, ra against them. Now, this is what's going to happen next, is that the Shefim are going to step up, Hashem is going to send Shefim, and they're going to save us from the hands of our enemies. Again, the discussion with the Mepharshim, were the Shefim appointed by Kaddish Baruch, were the Shefim appointed by people, that is definitely, you know, whether it sounds like from the Pasuk it was appointed by Hashem, but, but the other way to understand it is that it's not necessarily that Hashem is specifically appointed, but everything is done by Hashem, and that's what it means that Kaddish Baruch is going to appoint Shefim, Pasuk Yedzayim, and then, unfortunately, they're not going to listen to Shefim either. And again, they're going to stray from the words of the Shefim. Then, Pasuk Yerches, V'chayik M'Hashem L'am Shefim, V'hayashem M'Hashem L'Hashem L'Hashem M'yad, O'yvem, Kali M'Hashem, V'kinach M'Hashem, M'nakasim M'bnei L'chatseim, M'deich HaKem. However, if they listen to the words of the Shefim, they follow the words of the Shefim, then HaKadosh Baruch is going to save them from the people who are trying to oppress them, the people who are trying to crush them. However, when the Shefet dies, they're going to cry so again, it's going to back to their bad ways, or negative ways, certain ways are, like people they're going to go back to their affairs. Because is going to get angry again with Klai Yisrael. They're not listening to Hashem, they're not listening to my voice. I told them not to serve And I'm not going to help them be successful in their battles against the enemies, against the Canaan, who are still in Israel. In order to test Klai Yisrael, I'm going to leave the other enemies in Klai Yisrael to test them to see. Are they going to listen to HaKadosh Baruch like they did in the days of Yeshua and they're going to fight against them? They're not going to be influenced by them? Or no, they're going to follow in their ways. And as the Malmo here explains, that HaKadosh Baruch specifically made it that Yeshua would die before the entire conquest was finished to, as a test, as a design to see 
Would Klai Yisrael overcome the Nisayin? Would Klai Yisrael kick them out and not be influenced by them? Or no, Klai Yisrael would say, once Yeshua was Nifter, once the, the fathers who sold the Nisim were Nifter, Klai Yisrael was going to, unfortunately, fall into the trap and be influenced by their external surroundings, which the Vodun talks about, that there's Yitzhahara and Hapimi, Yitzhahara and that Yitzhahara Chitzin over here is the external forces, the surrounding nations that Klai Yisrael is living amongst. Pasuk of Gemma, Mayanach Hashem, Zagayim, Ha'el, built Yerishim, Ha'er, Flying Islam, Yad Yeshua, not allow Yeshua to conquer everybody. Hashem specifically made it that there are certain nations that were left in Eretz Yisrael and Hashem is not going to be on their side. They're not going to go to conquer them. So this is definitely an important parak over here. Let's go back to the beginning where we have the Pasuk says that Amalach Hashem came to Klai Yitzhak. So the Seder Eilam we brought down from Rashi points out that this is referring to Pinchas. So the question is we find in a few different places that a leader, a Rebbe, is considered a Malach. The Pasuk, the Gemara and tells us that if your Rebbe is compared to a Malach, then you should follow him. A few other places, the Pesachim refer to leaders as a Malach. So what's the shot that we compare our leaders to a Malach? So the Meister Revim offers a beautiful shot. He suggests that just like a Malach doesn't have any Bechir Chavshis and, and everything he does is to serve HaKadosh Baruch who is, is for the betterment of other people, is for the, is for the service of Avedis Hashem, so to a leader, so to a Talmud Chacham, a Tzadik who's being Madrech, Klai his job, his goal is to be like a Malach in that sense that he's just looking over, he's looking to give to others, he's just looking to serve HaKadosh Baruch which is three days also as well in Laprakim, says very similarly that that's the Pshad, if a Rebbe is Daimil Malach, if a Rebbe is comparable to a Malach, you should follow him. Says the three days, why specifically a Malach? Why an angel? You should say, if, you're, if your Rebbe is a Tzaddik, if your Rebbe is a Chassid, why an angel? So he explains, just like an angel is doing it, everything totally to give to others with no personal Nagiyas, it's not doing it so that it can get any recognition, not doing its best for itself. The Malach doesn't have any Atzmiyas to protect it. Itself. So everything it's doing is just to give to others. So too says the Sridesh, the job of a Rebbe, the goal of a Rebbe is somebody who's just looking out for the best of his Talmudim, looking for what's best for them, and doesn't care about his own reputation, it doesn't have any gifts. That's why we should look for Rabbeim who care about us, who care about what's best for us, and not necessarily about the reputation. Moving along, the Pesukim, Pesuk Beis, Gimel Dalet describes how unfortunately when Klai Yisrael makes a treaty with the nations around them, then Hashem is going to punish them because they're going to influence by them, as the Malbim, as Rabbah Gobir explained, that the only way we can be fully devoted in the service of Eretz Hashem is if we're just dedicated to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we just make serious treaties with Hashem. However, if we go out and we make treaties, brisim with other nations, then we're going to be influenced, we're going to be impacted by them, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to punish them. There's a nice line that quoted from Rabbi Brisker, that if Klai Yisrael doesn't make Kiddush, then the Umasail and the non-Jews will make Havdal, meaning if Klai Yisrael is not Makadish themselves, if they don't elevate themselves, they don't act in a way which shows that they're elevated spiritually and they're creating a Kiddush Hashem, then unfortunately the non-Jews will make Havdal, the non-Jews will make it very clear that we are different and that we are separate. The Nitziv has an entire Sefer, a short Sefer, discussing the issue of anti-Semitism called Shari Yisrael. He makes a similar point as well, that unfortunately when Klai Yisrael gets too comfortable with the non-Jews and they start acting and following in their ways, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it that the non-Jews make it a point to separate it to show us that we are different. Moving on to the end of the parak, the Pasuk in Yudzayin says, The Pasuk says that we didn't listen to our Shaftim because we went after other gods. Again, the Pasuk seems a little bit repetitive, a little bit redundant. The Pasuk says we went after other gods and we didn't listen to Hashem because we didn't listen to our father. So what exactly is going on? Pasuk seems a little bit lengthy. So the Yaakar Gershini as well as the Ashach both have a pretty similar pshat, beautiful idea that the Yaakar Gershini writes like this. He suggests that one of the Yisraelis, one of the fundamental principles in Klai Yisrael 
is that we believe in the Messiah, we follow the Messiah, that we follow what our Rabbeim did, we follow what our fathers did. And although, you know, exactly the practical applications of how Messiah works, you know, unfortunately there's the other extreme where people just take the Messiah and they try to act in a way that may have worked 100 or 200 years ago, but that's not working for us nowadays. However, there is a very strong idea that we have to learn from our Messiah and see how we can apply it practically, how it works. So therefore, says Gushini, what the Pasuk is saying is like this, is that the reason why we did not, we, the reason why we served the way to Zara, the reason why we ended up in such a terrible place is because since Klai started changing from the meaning of their fathers, because Klai Yisrael unfortunately started making small changes from what their fathers did, that eventually led down, all the way down the path to Avedizar. And Al-Shech makes a similar point that the Rambam writes in Echel Shuvah that one of the ways that a person can do Shuvah is a per- well, I'm sorry, one of the impediments for a person to do Shuvah is if a person doesn't listen to his Rabbeim. So that explains the Al-Shech, that's what's going on in the Pasuk over here. The reason why Klai wasn't Zeicha to do Shuvah over here, the reason why they ended up serving Avedizar is because they were Mavaz their Rabbeim. They didn't listen to the Shaftim and that's why they weren't able to be successful in conquering their Tiber of Yitzhar. So again, based on this Al-Shech, we have to make sure, very important Nakuda to look to our Rebbeim for advice, look to our Shevetim for advice, in order that we don't get to this point where we cannot do Tshuva. Just one more Nakuda. The Ramban, at the end of the, there's a beautiful Ramban at the end of the parak. The, the Pasuk at the end describes how Kodesh Baruch Hu made it, that Laman Nos Lamas Yisrael, Hashem Rehem Yisrael Hashem, Pasuk of Chav Al Chabez describes how Kodesh Baruch Hu made it, that the certain Kananim remained in Eretz Yisrael, in order to test Klaisos, the Ramban, beautifully in Sharag Mol, and the Ramban has a series called Taras Adam, where there's a few beautiful essays over there. So in Sharag Mol, which is describing in Yanamav, Scharvainish, describes the, how Rosh Hashanah works, Gehenim, Ganedim, a lot of beautiful ideas. So Ramban over there describes that the Lushan of Nase and the Lushan of Nisayan come from the same idea. And he writes, based on the Psukim over here, we'll read it inside, but Midaz Unaga Kalish Bracha in Yisrael Bach Nisasan La Arts, Kalish Bracha acted with Klaisrol in this fashion when he came to Yisrael. Heim Chatulera Tzalarit Klai Yisrael did not want to conquer everybody in the land, like the Pasuk over here says, they made peace treaties with them. V'ksev, and the Pasuk, he quotes the Pasuk over here, and therefore writes through Amban, V'hu ratzalasas imam neislias ish echamem reidif elev kasher b'tchila. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to do a miracle, wanted to do a nace with Klai Yisrael, that one person in Klai Yisrael will be able to chase after 10,000, like we saw in the time of Yeshua. Klai Yisrael was extremely successful in their battles in miraculous ways. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tested Klai Yisrael, and they were nechshel. This test, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't want them to fail. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded them, they should yerish everybody in Eretz Yisrael, but they didn't listen. So therefore, says the Ramban, if, if we want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to to do nisim with us, to do miraculous things with us, we have to be able to overcome our nisyanis, our tests, and through that, our Kaddish Baruch could act with us. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.